sage and fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome to another thrilling thrilling show about me yelling at you about homelessness. I mean, I'm sure I've found the right audience, right? You're the guy, you're the woman, you're the person who can make all the differences. So let's get going here. Let's talk about it. Let's, uh, (laughs) I don't know, just let me yell at you for an hour and then you can go, you know, on your way feeling bad about the world and how little we're all doing to make it better. So, yeah, that's my contribution today. My name is Sage. I'm a homeless activist and founder of the Homeless Movement. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash houselessm. And I'm coming to you, coming to you from the Radio Free Entertainment Network and WMBU.org. Many voices united. And that's it. United. It's the word, isn't it? I I saw a very cool artist rendering of our new president and vice president. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say I still have to learn how to. It's Kamala, right? Kamala? It's Kamala. It's like Pamela, except Kamala. Sorry. I don't. I think I like her. I, I like her as much as I like Joe Biden. Actually, I think I like her more than Joe Biden. She's cooler, definitely cooler. They had these cool images, videos of her coming off of, you know, these jets during the uh, campaign. She was very cool. Uh, But I don't think she's got any problem about throwing black people in prison. I don't think she got any problem with that. I'm not going to look it up. I don't know. She's probably like not a uh, prosecutor at all, right? I don't know what she is. Probably like a monk, a Buddhist monk. I think that was what her background was. I mean, isn't that how we do things now? We just say things. We don't even have to like, like, isn't that what Donald Trump taught us all that you just say things? You don't really need to have any uh, truth. I'm sure I'm pretty sure Kamala Kamala shoot Kamala Harris was a Buddhist monk before she is now our vice president. I'm pretty sure she was all about peace, love and tranquility. I read that somewhere. I I think that's really all we do now. We just say things like so politicians used to always I felt like have to have at least a little basis for the outlandish statement they made. Like I remember I you know I'm almost 50 years old so I've I've seen uh I've seen some presidential debates and they've always fact-checked debates. 
But what would happen in the past is that like they would, you know, somebody would say there's 5 trillion people starving in America. And then somebody would go back and they'd be like, well, as you can see, they probably got that number from this article here in this study. So, you know, that was how it used to be. But now there's no foundation at all. I mean, I mean, I guess you can have a blogger say something. I guess maybe that's how we do it. Like, well, this blogger said it, so uh, it must, you know, it's probably true. And, uh, and then you have to like, now you're, we're in an era where we have to prove truth, like, as opposed to, uh, is that how it works? You get me right. Like, like it used to be that we were, we were starting in a place of meaningful uh, truth at some point that could or could not be debated. But now we just start in a place of utter lies. And I would say that, um, you know, it's only Donald Trump doing that, but I'm seeing local, I'm seeing people do it all the time, uh, Republicans and Democrats. That they're like, oh, I see. It doesn't actually matter if you say something that's completely a lie. <laughs> so now as um, constituents of a democracy, things are getting much more challenging as a democracy because now we have to weed out what is truth and what is lies. And I just feel like we are now in the era of the great lie that we are now going to be inundated with endless lies and um, we will be left on our own to determine which lies are lies and which statements are truth. And how are you supposed to know? Because one organization will say, yeah, that's the truth. And another organization will say, no, that's a lie. And, um, and then, you know, you can easily see that one organization is for the one that, that the, the, the person that said the lie and the other organization is against the person that said the lie. So they both have, you know, they, they are both untrustworthy. So yeah, good luck with democracy, ladies and gentlemen, good luck with that. Uh, maybe it's the end of democracy. Maybe it's too hard. Maybe we'll never find the truth. I mean, because let's face it, like now all you have to do as a, uh, constituent of a democracy is just be like, I don't believe that. So you show them something from Snopes, right? You show them like, uh, you know, you're like, well, that was disproven here. And they're like, no, that's, that's, that's democratic, uh, propaganda. And you're just like, really, really? Uh, so where do you find, where do you go find the truth? If you, you believe that the people telling, you know, fact checking are just uh, democratic propagandists, you know, and then you can see it all the way into science, right? Neil deGrasse Tyson, he deals with this, this frustration constantly that people just choose not to believe science. They just choose it. 
And it's like, it's so infuriating because you're like, but it's fact. And they're like, no, it's not. Cause I got, then they'll be like, because I have a, I, I read this other scientist that said global warming is not man-made. So you only need one guy, one whack job that is, you know, hired as a scientist somewhere to say that in this case, you know, global warming is not man-made and then you're, you're good to go. You can deny all other science. So, and it's not because people are stupid. People are people. People are emotional beings that happen to think, you know, we're not thinking beings that happen to be emotional. We, our beliefs are everything to us and they have to be everything to us because we can't do all the studies for everything. You know, we don't have time. We're not scientists. We're doing other things with our lives. And so it's going to be interesting to see how we get out of this one. Isn't that, I mean, (laughs) it's like watching a, watching a a, a TV show or reading a fiction book. Like, Ooh, how's the, how's the hero going to escape this conundrum where facts aren't facts and lies are truth, you know, facts are lies and lies are truth. I'm working on it. Um, you know, yeah, you get it. That's going to be like the, the subheading of the, 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 the series, you know, (laughs) very interesting times, very interesting times. Um, I'm down with it. You know, like, uh, I, I, I am of the mindset, I believe, and you can't prove me wrong. So nah, 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 that we're in, uh, um, a simulation, and we're in a thing that's akin to a, a video game and we're all show we all come over here for the ride for the for the for the experience for the vacation it's a very short amount of time when you think of it it seems like it's a long amount of time 80 years but you know the this universe is like 13 billion years old and who knows how many times it's been created and so um yeah, I just, I'm, I'm my, my belief system, uh, for me is that like, this is just a simulation and we're here on like a, like a little sabbatical. We're like, this is like vacation from whatever other life we actually are living or not. Maybe, maybe we're not, maybe we're just simulated beings like in Sims. I don't know. Maybe we don't have a overarching master. Maybe we're just down here on in Sim city, just, you know, peeing in corners and smogging up the planet because our creator, like 13 year old Jimmy went outside to play for the last 300 years and left us stranded over here to ruin everything. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me that like every life, uh, you get your money's worth, you get your money's worth every life. There's not, there's never a life where you're like, well, that was a stupidly boring 90 years. No, they're all interesting. And usually not interesting in good ways. I mean, they have good, but they also always have bad. 
<laughs> they always have bad. They always have good. Like a true, like a true story, you know? You know? So at any rate, uh, it's exciting. We got an exciting journey ahead of us. And what are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with that journey? We're going to just pretend it's not there. Get back to work. Get back to Netflix. <laughs> I mean, what if this diver is a diversion from another life? This life is a diversion from another life. And we're just trying to divert ourselves from this diversion. <laughs> One time my wife and I went to uh, New Orleans for a getaway and uh, it just so happened there was a tropical storm. So we had a really nice hotel and we just watched Jersey Shore. I mean, literally it was, we just sat in a hotel, ordered room service and watched Jersey Shore. And let me tell you, it was one of the nicest vacations I can recall, I mean, not nicest. It was a lovely, it was one, it was very memorable. It was very memorable. And isn't that funny? Like I could have just stayed at home and watched Jersey shore, but no, I was watching Jersey shore in a fancy hotel with my wife, uh, getting room service. That's a fine way to spend a vacation, isn't it? I mean, you know, so I guess if this is a simulation and we're just spending it watching Jersey Shore <laughs> and binge watching Netflix, it's fine. We'll wake up out of this simulation and be like, you know what? That was pretty good. That was, that was, that was a good ride. That simulation was a good simulation. You know, what'd you do? Well, I watched a lot of TV. Really? Yeah, I watched a lot of TV. Really? What'd you watch? Well, you know, I started with The Sopranos and then it went to Breaking Bad. And uh, did you watch The Wire? Yeah, I watched The Wire. That was good. You know, I love The Wire. <laughs> because like in our in our real life, of course, you'll be able to watch that stuff, you know, but watching it in the simulation is nice, too. <laughs> Anyways, do you, you're probably like, I thought we were going to talk about homelessness and we are talking about homelessness because this is how you talk about homelessness by not talking about homelessness. I don't really understand how people can go through their life realizing that there are 12 year old girls, mentally ill veterans, nine month pre pregnant women, senior citizens, freezing to death on the streets of uh, the most wealthy country in the history of humanity. I don't understand it. And like, so much so that I, do, that I don't understand it, that I begin to think that maybe I'm the crazy one because I feel like I took the blue pill or whatever pill you take in the matrix and I woke up and I'm like, holy crap, there are people living on the streets of America. And like I woke up and like, and everybody else sees it and they just step over them. They just are like, oh, 
keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. And I'm like, that's a human on the street. Shouldn't we do something? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, so how about something? Well, what? I, put him in a tent. Well, we can't put him in a tent, Sage. That's degrading. That's dehumanizing. Are you kidding me right now? That person is freezing to death, starving to death, unsheltered on the street. And you're telling me that is dehumanizing, debasing, degrading to give them a tent? Well, we'll just encourage them, Sage. We can't encourage them. Encourage them to what? Live? I to, to live? Is that what we're worried about? Well, we're just going to encourage them to exist. I mean, what if they don't get out of their tent? What if they're perfectly happy in their tent? Well, at least they have a tent now. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how everybody else walks around thinking this is cool. And like, there's other people that care about things like animals, like PETA. They love animals so much they kill them. <laughs> Something, right? Don't they kill puppies in their basement? Pretty sure they do. You know why? Because puppies should not be subjected to being uh, enslaved as 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 fur uh, fur rubbers. Is that what you call them? What would you call a, a thing that we just rub on their fur? Fur rubber. Something you have to say something evil about being able to pet a, you know, what a slave slave plushy slaves, fuzzy slaves, pet slaves. You, you something. We'll come up with some word. But yeah, like they don't even like bees being in hives. And I'm down with all that. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. I guess. If you say so, you know more about bees than me. Should they just all run free, all the bees? I don't have to eat honey. I don't even really like honey. I mean, I like it fine. I have some in my cupboard, but it would be no skin off my nose to throw that honey away and never get another thing of honey again. I, my problem is meat. I love it. I cannot wait for science meat that grows in a lab so I can finally eat meat without the moral conundrum of me murdering animals because I like the taste of them, not because I need them to survive. There's all other things I can eat, but no, I just like the taste of them. That is so insane. So yeah, I get it. I'm glad Pete is out there yelling, raising awareness. I mean, usually they do it at the uh, demise of, of, of uh, women usually take naked, beautiful women and wrap them in lettuce or something. But that's controversial. So, you know, controversy is the name of the game there. I can hope they aren't enslaving those young women to wear lettuce wraps. Have you ever seen those girls wearing lettuce? Woo, pretty. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's degrading to women. But they care more about animals. And so do the women dressing up in lettuce. 
So it's fine. Like you have to have a hierarchy, right? If we all stay true to our hierarchy, for me, it goes humans, then animals. Okay. Okay. That's for me. Doesn't have to be for you. That's for me. Humans first, then animals. It's, it's just for as far as like a living is concerned. But it, I mean, animals are close underneath it. I'm going to become a vegetarian soon. If I can just get over the deliciousness of burgers. You ever had a burger? God, they're good. Oh, they're so good. Love burgers. But yeah, like I just don't get it. And like I said, so much so that I'm like, I have, I'm, it must be me that's insane because I'm walking by this person living on the street. You're walking by this person living on the street and you're still talking about Jersey shore. And I'm like, but a human dying on the streets of the richest country in the world. Anything, anybody, anybody like, and like, you know, there are super poor countries that like this happens and it doesn't make it any less terrible, but at least it makes it mildly more understanding. You're like, well, that country's dirt poor. So yeah, it just stands to reason that they got people living on the streets dying. But the fact that I'm in United States, America, we buy the craziest crap. We spend money on the craziest crap. Okay. Thousand dollar iPhones, ladies and gentlemen. And you know, I'm not saying don't get a thousand dollar iPhone. I love phones. I'm not really an iPhone guy. I'm more of a I'm one plus right now. The I like this Chinese company called one plus. Not that I like the Chinese. They're assholes. I mean, not the people of China, the government of China. Fuck Chinese government. Damn. But fuck American government too. I mean, yeah, like China sucks for sure, but so does America. Okay. If you walk around being like, go America and you think America isn't exploiting and murdering endless people all over the world, you're delusional. And may I say, ignoring their most poor on their own streets. So yeah, fuck America. Yeah. I'm not saying end America. I'm saying shape up America. I'm not an anarchist. Okay. I'm not an anarchist. I'm like a reformer. I like the rebirth and like, but I'm, but to get to rebirth sometimes all the time, actually, I have to like deconstruct the thing before we can rebuild it, you know? So like I'm dealing with these like America first and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like we need more jobs. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying we, 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 we haven't uh, brutalized our uh, working population here in, in, in America. I'm not saying that at all, but what I'm saying is if you aren't allowed to say fuck America because of these reasons, then you and I aren't thinking on the same paths. When you, when I say fuck America, okay, I guess I'm allowed to swear on here. I don't know. Anyway, I was going to say it until I get in trouble. If I say fuck America, okay, I say that somebody is going to be like, oh, Sage hates America. No, I said fuck America. That's totally not the same word as hate. If I 
like if I said I hate America, even that doesn't mean I hate America. That just means I hate American policy. Hey, I'm fine with America. Like, like uh, the idea of America. I love like, like the American revolution. Wasn't that amazing? I mean, the French sent us a beautiful copper statue. It's floating in our bay over there. Statue of Liberté. The French people sent us that because we were badasses. Are we badasses anymore? I find it questionable. All we care about is being comfortable and being successful. That's not what uh, the revolutionaries wanted. They wanted freedom. That's so badass. So badass. They didn't want to be held down by the king. Have you watched? Have you watched Hamilton? Go over and watch it this weekend. Don't go out with your friends Thanksgiving. Just sit around and watch Hamilton. Binge watch Hamilton, okay? Learn all the songs. That was, that's like, that's who we are. Our revolutionaries. But now we're just like petty, whiny little assholes. I don't want to wear a mask. Really? You don't want to wear a mask? Yeah, yeah, it's my face. You're killing people, and it's not like we're telling you to shut up. Just yell through the mask, dickwad. Jeez, oh, Pete. We're just all about ourselves. Individuals. We've become this whole, like, uh, 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 rugged individualism has just become whiny individualism. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be an American right now. The rest of the world who once thought we were the coolest fuckers on planet Earth now are like, those guys are such bitchy whiners. (laughs) I mean, that sucks. You really want to be that? Because that's who you look. That's who you are. I don't want to wear a mask. Why? Well, you know, I read a study. It said the carbon monoxide. No, idiot. You, you, somebody said that and then it spread through all of your propaganda channels and now you believe it and it's not factually true. Oh, dumbasses. Like we're literally becoming the country of dumbasses. And I'm not talking about conservatives only. The the liberals are just as much dumbasses. I equal, equal. For as much of a dumbass that conservatives are, liberals are equally dumbasses. And the reason is is because they're so ignorant to their dumbassedness. That's the that's the it, it's it's lost on them. How how hoodwinked and brainwashed both sides are. They just hear the propaganda and believe the propaganda. And so when I try to say something like uh, non-college educated white men uh, need some attention here, folks, then my radical propaganda laced liberal friends are like, they're all racist. Like, here we go. 
Here we go. They're all racist, huh? Did you do a study? Well, I saw them on the internet. They were carrying Nazi flags. The internet found one guy carrying a Nazi flag and then made it the, 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 the flag of the conservative party to pay off the propaganda of the liberal left wing uh, machine. Do you get it? Do you get you? But you can't believe that you're being uh, brainwashed. Well, I'm not brainwashed. I'm smart. No, I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying you're brainwashed. In fact, studies have shown that highly educated people are the people that get most caught up in cults. Okay. In fact, the smarter you are, the more likely it is you're going to get in a cult. I mean, there's other variables, obviously, but yeah, you're not stupid. You're just easily manipulated because they're playing into your biases. And so I want in on that game. I want to play. I want to find your biases. I want to play into them. If you're going to be biased, I want you to be biased for my bullshit, which is not bullshit. There are humans living on the streets of the richest country in the world. Okay. What do I have to do to convince you that that is abhorrent, that it is a humanitarian disaster? How do you walk past a human living on the street and it not create outrage in you? Yet you are outraged by 70 million Americans that didn't vote the way you voted. (laughs) You screwed up, man. You are screwed up. You're being played. And uh, you got to you got to wake up. Look, if you're listening to Fox News or whatever the new propaganda things are, it's an addiction that you need to stop. If you're listening to MSNBC and CNN, it's an addiction you need to stop. Go to Reuters. If you really care about the news, just go to Reuters, maybe the AP. You're going to be bored out of your mind, but you'll get the facts. And then that's it. Don't go to Twitter and, 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 and uh, as a liberal and be paid off by your irrational beliefs. Because you're just creating the cycle of ultimately uh, propagating the machine. There is one machine. And it is the machine to keep you afraid and working. That's all the machine is doing. The Democrats and the Republicans are the exact same thing. They are just speaking to you to get you to be afraid and keep working. That's all. That's all they want from you. They don't care if you live or die. They don't care if uh, your life is meaningful. 
They just want GDP, baby, gross domestic product. You're a product that they harvested. Okay. They are letting you live here. You don't have a right to live here. They are letting you live here. And you are living here at their pleasure. And so when you fall out of the GDP machine, the machine suddenly gets real quiet because right now there, it isn't politically correct. There is no, there is no propaganda to uh, make sense for you to, for them to kill homeless people, which they would love to do. They would do it in a heartbeat because they're not, they are hurting the GDP. They are not a part of the product anymore. They want good product. They want a good harvest. They want a good crop. You are a potato to them. Okay. One potato. And if a person isn't a potato anymore, that they're not worth something, then they are worth less. And since you guys would be outraged if we just started euthanizing uh, homeless people, we're just going to let them rot on the street. And you have bought into it. You are only outraged when you are told to be outraged. Do you understand that? You don't know what to be outraged at. You are outraged when you are told to be outraged. And again, it's not because you're stupid. It's because you're too busy and afraid. So when you read something or you see something on news channels that you trust, which you shouldn't trust, then you become outraged at the newest thing you're outraged at. Okay. And you're only going to be outraged at things that help your side of the machine. Okay. Your side is a Democrat or Republican. Their side is the other side, right? And yes, they are fighting for, uh, for power. They like power, but you are the cog. You are the potato that they use to fuel the machine for their power plays. They are playing the great game and you're just, you're just a seed. You're just, you're just a, a potato. Okay. That's all you are to them. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you're something more than that to them. You're a potato that votes <laughs> and produces. You got to wake up to that. And that's why I have to yell so much about homelessness is because they are not a potato. They are just a rotten uh, to the to the machine, uh, uh, just a, a a rotten, diseased plant that really should be picked and thrown away. You got. 
to understand that's why you don't care about homeless people. Because they don't help the machine. They don't help the Democrats and they don't help the Republicans because both the Republicans and the Democrats just care about one thing, the GDP. Okay. The GDP. That's what happens in capitalism. That's just capitalism. The GDP is all that matters. Are you making more money than you made last year? Can you fund the war machine? Are you still able to fund the war machine? Because that's all that matters. And that's who America is. All right. We're like just trying to protect what we got over here. And we have just become whiny, sniveling, selfish tools. We don't stand for anything anymore other than our own self-interest. And you see, that's why you're self-interested is because that's what at the top is you're being taught. They're self-interested. And so you're self-interested. And all it is about is comfort and success. That is the great prayer of America to be as comfortable and successful uh, as possible, which those things are oftentimes diametrically opposed. So you can't be too successful because then you're going to miss out on some comfort. You know, it's a balance. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a scale comfort on one side, balance uh, and uh, comfort on one side, success. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be comfortable says everybody in the suburbs. I just want to be comfortable. Great. Thanks. Thanks for your contribution. You're just paying off the machine. That's what the machine's cool with that. Hey buddy, you want to just be comfortable as long as you're paying your own way and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're contributing to the machine. If you're happy, we're happy. (laughs) That's what they're saying. They're like, really? That's what you want. All right, buddy. As long as you want to be comfortable, you, you knock yourself out. Because then the machine gets to do its its own thing. The machine gets to just have its way and easily manipulate you to get its own way, you know, to get its own way. And so in the meantime, there are 12-year-olds living on the streets of the richest country in the world. A friend of mine, a city council person, and may I say, um, when in doubt, just assume that politicians are um, lying sacks of shit. You can't really go wrong with that. But of course, there are uh, exceptions. And, um, And I've met I've met the exceptions. And like I, one exception, I think is is my friend Tara Samples, who um, is city, is a city council member at in in my town, Akron, Akron, Ohio, and uh, she said something incredibly outlandish on Twitter this week. She said, and this is a paraphrase, but it's the right idea. 
Not one veteran should be homeless. I'm pretty sure that's the exact quote. And I think she capitalized one. W O or W O N E O N E. She capitalized O N E. Not one veteran should be homeless. And I think maybe she said it on Veterans Day or around Veterans Day. And people lambasted her, slayed her, filleted her on the on the on the cutting board of Twitter because they were outraged that she wouldn't say all homeless lives matter. <laughs> You have to say in the on the on the left side all homeless lives matter. You say black lives matter until you get to homeless people then you say all li- all homeless lives matter. See, she didn't get the the memo from the liberal propaganda machine. But never fear, the people were there to belittle her and berate her. Because she had the garish audacity to say not one homeless, not one veteran should be homeless. So she learned her lesson, didn't she? (laughs) So what's my position on that? I'll take whatever the hell I can get. I'll take whatever the hell I can get. If I can get one person to not be homeless. I'll take it as a win because right now I'm yelling over at Facebook about this 12 year old girl that's running around the streets of Akron. And I mean, there's a mild care, but I know why there's not because she looks like she deserves it. I'm just going to tell you that African-American girl looks kind of feisty cornrows looks tough in the picture for a 12 year old girl. So I guarantee she's not getting the, uh, the call out because she's not white and cute and pretty. She's cute. She's adorable. Okay. But yeah, she doesn't meet the, the criteria of being outraged. She's not a gorgeous 17 year old blonde. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? That's, That is the cult telling you what to value and you value the thing that makes the most money. Pretty white girls make the most money. They make more money than 12 year old black girls with cornrows. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you can, you can like be mad at me all you want of like, Oh, I don't think that Sage. No, it's in us. Okay. It's in me. I have to fight it. I care more about the blonde 17 year old girl. Okay. Do you understand? I have to fight it. You have to fight the propaganda. You have to fight the cult. You have to wake up. You have to snap out of it. You got to take the blue pill. Okay. You got to wake up. I'm still waking up. Okay. There's all kinds of things I need to wake up to. That the machine doesn't want us to wake up to. The machine's got other plans for us. 
like to get to work. Just shut up, Sage, and get to work. Why aren't you working, by the way, Sage? How can you spend a, an hour on Friday morning, because I tape this on Fridays, just blabbering? Why aren't you at work? That's what the machine wants to know. How did I escape the machine enough to be able to sit here for an hour? And on top of that, after this, I'm going to go to the food bank. and I'm going to hand out food to propagate the diseased plants of homeless people that the machine would just wish I would stop doing. Did you see this? Uh, there is a... Uh, let me see if I can find this. There is a uh, city. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is now making it so if you want to give out homeless services, you have to get a license. You have to give a license. So here it is. Um, this uh, came out. It says, this is in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's right. Proposal would require registration before making donations to homeless on Indy streets. Read a little of this for me. This is from the IndyStar.com. A new city council, a new city county council proposal requires donors to register with the city if they plan to distribute charitable goods on public streets in Indianapolis, a move that has drawn scrutiny from some public groups to see it as a deterrent from helping the city's poorest and most vulnerable people. The proposal introduced by Republican uh, counselor uh, Michael Paul Hart. Don't think this is just a Republican thing. Democrats hate homeless people, too. Don't worry. Um, would require any person or group planning to hand out goods to at least 10 people on public property to register with the Office of Public Health and Safety. The no cost registration. But isn't it interesting? You have to register. You don't have to register your gun, but you have to register to hand out food in Indianapolis, including address, email, telephone number, and information on when and where the distribution will occur. Welcome to Nazi Germany called Indianapolis now. The proposal requires donors to give at least 48 hours of advance notice. The proposal followed a particular tough year for the downtown area, which experienced destruction from rioters in May, compounded by a lack of people in the area due to coronavirus. Over the summer, business owners reported seeing more homeless people. No, so more people experiencing homelessness in the area. They saw them. They saw, they saw, I saw more homeless people and that can't be good for business. You're right. That help, that doesn't help the GDP. They also lamented an increase in trash on streets. Oh, my God. Particularly from groups, particularly from groups that came into Miles Square to hand out food, but not monitoring the cleanup of such food donations. See, it's just rational. It's too much trash. That's why we have to do this. Hart, a small business owner, said the proposal stemmed from talking with downtown businesses and organization. The change, however, will apply to all city streets. It's not doing anything to prevent individuals from going out and doing good, he said. The idea is just to enhance the distribution process and have something that's more streamlined instead of what we have today. You fucking asshole. From some, but some residents plan to protest the proposal at the Public Safety and Criminal Justice Committee meeting on Wednesday, calling it a war on the city's people. Response from aid groups. It makes it inappropriately difficult for people who want to provide aid to provide it. Says Connie Thompson, this no good socialist. 
Party of Socialism and Liberation. Knew it. Connie. You commie. Commie Connie. (laughs) There's absolutely no reason for this bill other than make another hoop to jump through for people who want to provide aid to other people. Any and another attempt to criminalize homelessness and even acknowledgement of homelessness. Some groups, such as Food Not Bombs in Indianapolis, distribute food to the for those in need in public spaces. But Thompson said such outreach also often happens organically, stemming from individuals or small unaffiliated groups. The donor network is large, Hart said, and there's a need to have a comprehensive way to structure distribution. He also noted concerns over safety and health and accountability. That's what they always say. It's a safety and health issue. It's a safety and health issue. No, it's to murder homeless people by starving them to death. Including the safety of the recipient and any litter. We're, we're, it's safety of the recipient. It's a health and safety thing. We're watching out for homeless people so they can slowly starve to death. Hart has offered amendments to proposal which have not yet been uploaded online, but will be heard next week. That includes the elimination of a proposed $500 fine for those who violate the order. (laughs) Under the new amendment, donors would first get a verbal warning and any subsequent violation would carry a civil penalty. You're going to get fined for handing out food in Indianapolis, everybody. He noted the proposal does not restrict individuals who want to hand out items to one or two people but it's geared towards plan distribution to bigger crowds. I mean, if you're going to actually make systemic change, then we got a problem. We got a real fucking problem. The amended proposal also requires the Office of Public Health and Safety to share donor information with the Marion County Public Health Department for any necessary food safety enforcement so they can come in and be like, you aren't storing the food correctly on the street. Like, can you believe this? Can you believe that this is what's going on in your cities in America? And it's just happening. It's just happening. Just happening. The Coalition for Homeless Intervention and Prevention provided feedback on the proposal and assisted in connecting heart with service providers and community partners, the agency said in a statement. But at this time, we feel like there's more conversation to be had before moving forward. We would recommend an education first approach within the community so that people who want to help individuals experiencing homelessness with donations understand the proper channels to follow. Now, says Executive Director Chelsea Herring Cozy. Do you know why? Marion County Public. No, no, no. This is uh, the Coalition of Homelessness Intervention and Prevention. She She wants to control it all. She doesn't want to lose her job. So she's on board with the heart thing because she'll play by the rules and everybody else gets sidelined. You cannot trust Chelsea Herring Cozy. It will truly take a collaborative effort from the community at large, our partners and service providers and city leaders to address and end homelessness with Marion County and remains our number one goal. Bullshit, Chelsea. Your number one goal is to save your organization and keep your high paying job. That's the number one goal, you liar. Horizon House, which works closely with the homeless population to connect people to basic needs and housing, did not comment directly on the proposal, but supported those showing support of people experiencing. We can't comment on it because we don't want to lose our money. See, keeping them afraid, keeping them afraid. We encourage groups to collaborate with professional service providers, avoid creating crowds that could spread COVID. It's a safety issue. It's a safety issue. Ensuring proposed proper disposal of any waste created. Said executive director, director, I make a shit ton of money, Teresa Wessel. <sighs> Only a couple more paragraphs. I have to read this 
bullshit. A proposal in 2018 would have prohibited people from sitting on city streets and sidewalks from 6 a.m. to midnight in the Mile Square. Uh, also face significant backlash. That proposal also submitted by a Republican. Okay, you Republicans are kind of sucking right now. Did not make it out of the rule and public and public policy committee of the Democrat uh, majority Democratic Council. It's amazing they have Republicans on that council at all. But Hart said he does believe the proposal with its amendments will make it out of Wednesday's committee meeting and said most of the amendments came from the other side of the aisle. Yeah, because they all hate homeless people. It's bad for business. We don't care if they die on the streets. We got real problems. Our business community is hurting. That's what's really a problem. We're not making enough money. And homeless people are hurting it. They're hurting the money. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats, and the Democrats are just as bad as the Republicans. There's nothing worse in America than the two-party system. I think they are responsible for the complete undermine. They're trying to destroy America for their own self-interest. George Washington said it, man. He's like, this is going to be the demise of America, the two-party system. And damn, if they're not trying. It would be wonderful to see the end of the two-party system in my lifetime. But they have too much money. They have too much power. And I will get yelled at because so, so I get yelled at when I stand up for conservatives, then my liberal friends yell at me. And then when I stand up for liberals, my conservative friends yell at me because they think that the enemy is the, the guy who's on the other side of that imaginary aisle, which is exactly what the machine wants you to do so that you don't actually see that it's the machine that is killing us. Nope. It's not the machine. It's those no good fill in the blank of whatever party you hate. That's what you guys believe. Like I honestly, I mean, I do think that like a civil war is possible with, because you guys are so irate at each other. So in set, you like have been so indoctrinated by your, your personal cult. So indoctrinated. You don't even think you're in a cult, which you are. Um, and so deceived to think that it is the other party that's ruining America when it is the machine that is ruining America. (laughs) It's the whole machine. Can you see that article? Like it's not the Republic. The Republican did the thing, but then the Democrats are like, okay, maybe we should give a warning first before we charge him $500. And the guy's like, yeah, or whatever. That's fine. So, It's the Democrats and the Republicans that care about business more than anything else. Can you see that? Can you see that? And can you see when you are yelling on Facebook at your American brothers and sisters, you're playing right in to their cult. They're all the same. They're all the same. They have one brand that one person likes and another brand that another person likes, but it comes out of the same factory. The factory is the same. The GDP factory. Keep them scared and working. Both sides are on the scared and working philosophy. How do you not see that? You're so caught up in your petty bullshit. 
and you're yelling at people that are hurting probably worse than you really bothers me. I'm a liberal, but it bothers me to see, uh, uh, wealthy liberals yelling at poor white conservatives. You're sitting over there in your fancy brownstones and bullshit, living your fantasy bullshit life, doing nothing to help anybody. All you're doing is belittling poor people because you don't think you don't like their religion. They don't, they don't, they don't pray to God the way you want them to. You don't like their Christianity and you think they're stupid, which they're not. Yeah, and that's why I'm most upset with, I would say, liberals. Now, obviously, you conservatives have got some major problems, too. You're, you're, you're propagating blatant racism because you're afraid that you're going to lose more than you've already lost to, to, to brown people. And trust me, they're not your enemy. Brown people are not your enemy. It's the it's NAFTA. <laughs> It's globalization and it's automation. How are you going to stop that? That's not, that's a genie that's never coming out of the back in the bottle. It's not going back in the bottle globalization and automation because business matters most. See, do you understand why? Like I can talk about a talk for an hour. And, and I mean, I talked a fair amount about homelessness, but homelessness is just a product of a system that is killing us all. The only reason you feel a part of the system is because you're a good producer. You've found a niche where you are valued as a product, as a potato. Okay. You're a good little potato. You show up at work every day and you do your bullshit work and you pay taxes. That's all they care about. The minute you are no longer a good little potato and you don't make any money, you better pray to God you have a good family backup system that you, your dad or your mom was a good potato earner. Because heaven forbid you don't have a rich daddy or mommy to fall back on because you'll end up on the street. That's it. Your friends are desperate. They can't save you. They'll save you for a week or two. But they're not going to take you in for the months and months you need to get back on your, your feet to retool, to go back to school, to blah, blah, blah. If mommy and daddy aren't rich or if mommy and daddy got old and their, their family, their kids were good potatoes, uh, then they can go live with them. That's the only hope you have. The system will spit you out, man. And you will be a 12-year-old black girl that doesn't look like you're supposed to look. And no one will care. That's it. The system will not care if you stop producing. That is it. I mean, look how they treat elderly people in this country. <laughs> ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. All right. Do you feel like shit now? You feel good enough to go, you know, do whatever. Just drink a gallon of vodka or something. Don't do that. You have a lot to be thankful for. We all do. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. 
no matter what political party you are, okay? Isn't that heresy in America today? Have a good day, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.